Are you a business leader with a growth mindset? Do you want to improve your marketing, your growth, and your business? And welcome back to another episode of the Pro Growth Podcast. My name is Dan, and my goal is to provide you with the information and resources that help you make informed choices when it comes to achieving more in your business and your life. And again, welcome back to another episode. I'm glad to be here with you, and I'm grateful that you're here. Um, the title of today's episode is is sort of a, a well, I, I think it's a real lead-in. It's what story is holding you back? What story is holding you back from achieving more in your business, your life, your relationships? Look, I've mentioned before, I grew up with a single mom. We didn't really ever have a lot growing up. And honestly, secretly, I was jealous of other people who had families and seemed to have all the cool toys and all the things that young people could want. And I was always secretly hoping that I could gain some of those things. And and that led me to this belief that if I could just get more of this, if I could just be more athletic, if I could just have cooler toys, or if I could just do better in school, then maybe people would be able to appreciate and see me more. And um, you know, it, it, I'm not a counselor and I don't profess to be, but I think it ties back to growing up with a single mother that, um, you know, there, there's some part of me that felt like my father had walked away. Um, and the truth is uh, certainly not that. The truth is that my father passed away when I was a young child. Um, and, and, but the, I can't help but think that, you know, there was always that desire for something more from that fatherly perspective in my life. And I don't know, maybe, you know, I, I feel like that, that has affected me in many aspects of my life. And someone in a conversation recently, I was, I was talking with a coach and, um, we had a conversation and it led to, um, that missing father figure in my life, um, caused me to be searching for, fatherly type influences throughout my life and looking for, you know, things that I could do to attract the attention of the people that I desperately needed the most is potentially one thing that has, has caused me some troubles. But, you know, I'm reminded of a book my friend Pete Evick uh, wrote, and it's called uh, The Moments That Make Us. And Pete talks about these, this incident in the book where someone made a seemingly harmless comment that they'd actually heard their mother say, and it was about Pete. And and I won't share all of his stories, and I certainly encourage you to read the book, but he talked about how that one moment influenced the way he saw himself, influenced the way he made decisions, influenced the way he interacted with other people from then up until even now it impacts how he engages with other people um, at a you know one on one level, and and then I had another conversation with another coach of mine um, this this past, well this week actually, and and we talked about those those moments that shape who we are and how we see ourselves as a child, how we see ourselves as young people, as teenagers, and you know that one thing or the one th- or the, or the things that people say to us that stand out and make us wonder when we look in the mirror if that's really how people see me and and we we learn to cover up and hide those things and um it it, it becomes a way of life for us and it shapes who we are able to become later 
So, um, you know, I, I've always felt that there was something more for me. And I, I was looking back on it the other day, doing some introspection and reflecting. And er, since early in my life, this feeling of lacking in, in various areas seemed to lead me to be searching for the next shiny object. Those things I felt like I was lacking because I saw how other people lived, the things that others were able to do and the things that they had, the moments that they were able to share. And this year, I can tell you that I've broken free of some of those mindset issues. And I've just been able to get clearer on being holy and truly authentic, to get in touch with the mindsets that have kept me from achieving more in my life and pursuing my purposes. Um, I, I, you see, I, I've also recently discovered that I don't really believe that there's only one purpose for any one of us. I believe that we have gifts and skills to bring to the world around us. And that could look like many purposes, multiple purposes, one purpose or two. Um, but I believe that there's more than one thing that I'm meant to do. I believe that there's more for me. There's more people I need to help. And it might look a little different depending on who I'm working with. So, you know, it, I, I was able to, what, what led me to breaking free of those, of those mindsets? And I'll tell you that um, the first thing is this earlier this year or the beginning of the year, you know, people were announcing that they've had this word and this word is the thing that is going to drive them this year. And, you know, some people had phrases and it was all these things. And I, I said, hmm, I've never tried that. So I sat down and thought about what word means the most to me this year. And I don't know why it came up, but authenticity was my word for this year. And let me tell you that when I chose that word, again, it wasn't, it wasn't me just deciding on a word. It, it sort of came to me in, you know, I want, I, I, it wasn't meditation. It was just, you know, being deliberate about my thinking. And that word just felt like it came to me. I didn't search it out. And, and I've done my best this year to really just embrace that word and and do everything I can with a level of authenticity that's unparalleled. Um, we hear in marketing all the time that, you know, you need to be authentic. Um, your message needs to resonate authentically. You need to show up as yourself, show up as your best self. And I see it's a challenge consistently for people to do that with any sense of integrity. Um, and I, I don't know the reasons for that. And I, I just know that it was a battle for me to show up authentically and be present in the moments and, and sharing the things that meant the most to me. So that's what I've worked on this year. And it caused me to break free of some of those mindsets, some of those limiting beliefs that have kept me from achieving more in my life and my business. And that's what we're here to talk about, right? And you know, I, I don't know what to tell you with regards to how do you show up authentically other than embracing the moments and just being willing to be vulnerable with people. And maybe you recognize after what I've just shared with you that there's a moment or moments throughout your life that have caused you to look in the mirror and say, is that how people see me when I show up? My friend told me that he, he was, um, in a band class, and his band teacher said, 
he wasn't able to play a particular instrument. And he said, you know why? He said, because you have big lips. And as a seventh or eighth grader, you know, that, that might seemingly be a harmless comment to many of us and to many of us that might say something to another person. But for a seventh or eighth grader who's just beginning to shape their lives and who they are and where they're going, that comment hit home. And so then he started showing up and wondering when he sat next to a new person, what they think about my big lips. Is that what they see about me? Is that who they see me as? And it gets into our hearts. It gets into our souls. And then that shapes the way we live our lives. And my advice for you there is, if you can identify with that moment, find someone to share those moments with. And, and simply by sharing those moments, you might discover that you might be able to break free of that thing that's been holding you back for far too long. And that's why I'm here sharing with you today, right? You know, it was hard growing up. Um, with two brothers, two younger brothers, and a single mom, and watching my mom struggle through the things that she did, and I was constantly looking for ways to contribute, and I wanted to become a responsible member of society, and I went to work early and started putting off school until, you know, finally school just took a complete back seat for me, and um, it caused so many different issues for me, but I'm not, I'm not uh, ashamed of any of it. Um, I am ashamed to stand here and admit that I let those moments shape how I believed other people saw me throughout my life. Well, it's time for me to continue to show up. It's time for me to be here, to be present, to be authentic, and, and live that to the best of my ability. So sharing vulnerable moments with people when the time seems right, sharing information that I think is valuable. Um, I have decided that it's okay to show up as myself. And there may be people who don't like what I have to say. And I have accepted the fact that they also don't have to listen to me. And maybe they've got some things to say about it. That's okay. I have opinions too. And I have things to say about things that I see happening in the world around me. It's okay. It's okay to show up and express how you truly feel. It's not okay, though, to impart judgmental, life-changing comments on other people. Think about the words that you use when you're speaking to our young people today. That's the one word of encouragement that I would leave on that part of the message. So now I want to tell you that, you know, I, I found those things are great. Being authentic has done wonders for my business. Those vulnerable moments have allowed me to really grow this year, both as a person and as a business leader, um, I say business leader, I, I've recently just hired my first team member. So that is uh, by itself a, a, an amazing feeling, an amazing feeling of accomplishment. And to know that going, you know, that I was once, well, for a long time, just struggling to get by to being able to shape something where I've created an opportunity, no matter how big or small, I've created an opportunity for someone else. And man, uh, I look down that, and that that's one of my brightest moments this year. So, Elizabeth, if you listen to this, thank you so much for being a part of my team, for being here to help me, for allowing me to shape who you're growing into um, as you work on, on developing your business. And um, go ahead and 
<laughs> Elizabeth's going to probably help me with my show notes. So Elizabeth, go ahead and put a link to your business in here uh, in the show notes. Elizabeth will provide you with some of the best VA services you can imagine. Um, and she's constantly searching for ways to bring more to her business. And so I appreciate that from you. Yeah, so I, I, I've been able to do all these things this year, and it's caused tr tremendous growth in those aspects of my life. But the, the next thing I realized is that, uh, you know, something I heard in a conversation this week as well, and it's now time I've worked on mindsets, and I'll continue to work on mindsets. But now it's time to work on my heart set, getting my heart in line with my mind and continuing the growth that I've you know, been pursuing all of this time. Uh, but now it's time to start working on my relationships with me, myself, and, and those people I'm in, you know, engaged with in personal business, etc. It's time to, to really embrace all of that, put it together, get the two things in sync, my heart working with my mind to get on the same page and just, uh, you know, just live my best life. Um, and, and that's, I think I shared in last episode that, uh, you know, I have this, this mindset piece that I've been working on for a while. And I believe that I can truly live as if every day is Friday, those moments that lead us into preparing for the weekend as we finish out a wonderful week and, um, or maybe even a rough week, but that Friday is something that people often look forward to. And I chose to start living as if every day was Friday and I chose to start believing that and it, it has really shaped how I'm able to enjoy each day of the week, you know, Monday through Monday doesn't matter. Um, every day is Friday. And, and that's what I'm talking about is just getting those two things in sync, getting my mind to match my heart and continue to grow in the way I do business, the, the way I in, engage with other people, um, and, and continue to be authentic and show up for those people. See, all of that is really the thing that was missing for me is I was lacking in my belief that I was enough. I didn't have the strength, the power, the courage to stand here and say, I am enough, regardless of what you say, regardless of what other people's opinions might be of me. That doesn't change the fact that I am enough. And if you don't like that, we don't have to be friends. We don't have to do business together. And I don't have to let that impact the way I speak to the next person because I show up the best that I can every day. Some days it's not the greatest. Some days it's wonderful, uh, but you get me, you get all of me and that's who I am. Um, and, and I needed to learn that the, the one lesson I want to share with you from all of this is for me personally, that understanding that no things were going to bring me the satisfaction I was searching for. I had to learn how to be content and relish the things that I have now, the relationships that I have now, the people that are in my life, and learn that I was, I am more than enough. And being able to look, you know, learn how to look inward for the answers to these feelings before I was pursuing something new and shiny, because pursuing something new and shiny only left me searching for the next new and shiny. But by learning how to be content, looking inside and, and finding the answers to the questions of 
whether or not I was enough on my own allowed me to push away the new and shiny and start really relishing the things that I have now. The skills that I bring to the table today have allowed me to grow my business to where it is right now. And I'm super thankful for the what that's allowed me to do. And now I'm looking for how I can continue to develop my skills and share my knowledge and, and enhance the next aspects of growing my business. And that looks a lot like coaching. Um, coaching is the next toolkit that I've added to my overall toolbox. And uh, well, it, it's not a new thing. It's just newly embraced that I've had these conversations with people that have been impactful and they've told me how impactful these conversations have been. <coughs> but the term coach didn't resonate with me. And I read something last week from another coach friend of mine and, and she, she said, you know, coaching, you're not a coach, but coaching is one of the toolkits or tools that you have in your chest. And if you can embrace that and build it into your business, then you don't have to worry about how people define you, whether or not they define you as a coach or a business leader or, um, you know, a financial expert or a relationship expert or any of those things. Coaching is just one of the ways that I'm able to help people. And that opened up new doors for me right away. So another thing I realized in all of this journey, so as I transitioned from the military, which I've talked about, you know, I I realized that I was lacking community. Um, And part of it is because I never really saw myself as enough. Again, I looked at how other people's people's views of me um, caused me to to do things one way or another, whether I was hiding from something or whether I was trying to show up as someone else, doesn't matter. It just caused me to think certain ways about myself. And I had to embrace that. But then community, you know, when I was in the military, this was an easy thing to overlook because it was always there. Wherever we were, we had people with similar interests, similar requirements and responsibilities. And shoot, many of us worked together too. So the community never seemed like something that I was personally lacking until I transitioned out and I decided to do something completely different than what I had been doing and start my own business and to start my own business that couldn't reach back out to that same community and say, Hey, I'm doing this thing. How can I help you? Because they didn't need marketing support. And I've talked before in one of the previous episodes about, uh, you know, where I started in my business journey and in the mindset changes I had to make there, you know, monetary pursuing it for monetary reasons versus really looking at my skill sets and how I could benefit other people and be able to profit from it. And when I shifted that and started to focus on how I can just better serve people, then the money started coming. But, um, back to, back on topic to communities, when I transitioned, you know, one of the things I realized immediately was that I was lacking community. I was lacking those solid friendships that, you know, many of us are able to experience when we leave high school, we tend to grow up in the same areas or similar areas and we meet these people and those circles stay with us throughout our lives. Well, when you transition from one place to another every few years, and then you leave that entire community that you know for so many years and you walk away and start something new in a new area and working on building a new life, one of the things that struck me is, man, I don't remember how 
how it was that we made friends when we were younger. It seemed to be just so natural, and truthfully, it was. You know, it was by association that that relationship developed because of proximity with other people, and it was a natural progression, very similar to the military. And when you leave one area and move into a completely new area, it reminded me of those fears as a child of having to move and what's it going to be like to have to make new friends and meet new people and meet new teachers and start a new school. And that's what I felt when I left the military. So it was difficult to, to face that and realize that community is so important in the things that we're doing. Um, so I started building community and it, it took me a while to start finding the people um, that were able to speak into my lives, or rather that I was actually more able to listen to than, um, r than whether or not they were able to speak into my lives, because I had to get out of my own way first. And I always felt like I was looking for, for those people who were highly successful, the mentors that I was told I had to find, and I just couldn't find them. But it's because I was searching for them constantly. And if you weren't that mentor that I was looking for right now, I kind of tuned you out and, uh, you know, I burn, I didn't burn bridges. I have great relationships with a lot of people who are super smart and I'm able to reach out to them and just chat with them on occasion and find out how they're doing. And I'm super thankful for those opportunities to have built those connections. But I was in my own mind, in my own heart, I was tuning them out because they weren't the people I was told I had to find. And when I stopped searching for him, I started listening. I started listening to these podcasts and reading new books, and I found just tons of information, learning resources, and I continued to grow in my health. I continued to grow in mindset and spirit and all of the things, and I came across this podcast from Dan Miller. And let me tell you, Dan Miller, New York Times bestselling author of how to, not, there's another book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. That's a classic by Dale Carnegie, but that's not the book I'm talking about. Dan Miller wrote 48 Days to the Work and Life You Love. And I said, hmm, 48 Days to the Work and Life I Love. I'm missing that in my life. I want to love my work and my life. Why not? So I started listening to Dan and his podcast was so inspiring. These messages who, who were coming from people who were struggling with all of the things that I was facing, all the things I was trying to learn. And then he talked about this community of all of those same people right there asking the same questions that he was answering on his podcast, that people were writing into his show or sending a voicemail message into his show. There was a community full of people who were learning how to navigate those very same challenges together. And sharing what they, what what's worked for them, what fail, what's not worked for them, and it's called the Forty Eight Days Eagles. And I'll tell you what, at the beginning of this year, I j I stepped out and and joined the Forty Eight Days Eagles community, and it was life changing for me. There's been several life changing moments this year, and I hope I I hope I'll put another episode together that has a few of the things that have been impactful for me this year, but that's certainly one of them. That community has caused so much growth in various aspects of my life. Again, spiritually, physically, mentally, um, you know, financially, um, and just being able to embrace who I am, what I'm trying to build and learn how I can best continue to do that. It's been super impactful for me. And 
those are the moments that are supposed to shape us. Not those comments from a, a high school band teacher. You know, that I'm sure he meant well. He was just trying to simply explain why someone wasn't able to play a particular musical instrument. Not that that was a feature that you had to even consider. You know, it, it doesn't matter what other people's parents say of you. It doesn't matter what anyone else out there says of you. You are good enough. Embrace who you are. Look at the skills that you bring to the table and learn how you can simply use them to help other people. That's my encouragement for you from this episode. And I, I hope that it wasn't uh, rambling too much. And I just, I, I thought that these moments, these thoughts would be impactful to someone out there today. And so I appreciate you listening. Until next time, have a great one.